When you're weary, baby. Feeling small. I'm feeling so small. When tears are in She will dry them off. Yes, she will. That's Carly Ozard. Check out her album on Spotify. Carly Ozard. Amazing singer. And my friend. Hey, how are you doing out there? This is Green Room Radio. I'm Ray Renati, your host. And this is another episode of Ray Shorts. I've been out for a couple days. You might have noticed I didn't publish uh, a Ray Shorts on Monday or Tuesday. I was feeling a little under the weather. But I'm back. I'm back. He's back in black. No, I'm not. I am wearing black as a matter of cold fact. It's a t-shirt I got when I was in Costa Rica. There's a howler monkey on a motorcycle. People really like it when they see it. I often get complimented for it. Hey, I like your t-shirt. It's cool. The other one that people like is another black one I have that says, Call My Agent in big, bold letters, in green letters. People love that one. Call My Agent. I need to get another one because uh, that one's wearing out. There's no phone number on it, though, so I don't know how anyone's supposed to call my agent. But, you know, those are just trivialities we don't need to deal with. How y'all doing today? You been uh, watching any uh, good movies, good TV shows? Let me know. Let me know if you uh, want me to comment on something. I'll watch it and come back here and do so. Just email me at uh, at feedback at rayrenati.com. Or go to my website, rayrenati.com. There's a form there. You can send me an email. And the, email, the, uh, the website for this, for Green Room Radio, is raysgreenroom.com. Check it out. Tell your friends. Spread the word. We recently had the SAG Awards. And I tried to watch it. I don't have TBS or TNT, so I couldn't watch it on my television. And I tried to stream it illegally. And I couldn't even find that. I was bummed. I waited too long to figure it out. I, I'm sure I could have figured it out. Or just ordered the stations, but I'm too cheap to do that. I'm a cheap, a cheap b-tard. But uh, I, 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 there are a couple of the awards I would like to talk about. Uh, first, Glenn Close. I am so happy that she won the uh, the award for best actress in a film. Is that what they call it in uh, in the SAG Awards? Sometimes they have different. It's outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. Yeah, that's what they call it in the SAG Awards. Glenn Close was very happy about that. I was pulling for her. She's always been one of my favorites. I think she's extremely gifted as an actor. If you're not that familiar with her work, you got to go back and see the movie Fatal Attraction from 1987. Oh my god. If you were if you're young and you weren't around when this movie came out with Michael Douglas and Glenn Close as the stars, you got to go back and watch this movie. It's it was groundbreaking and it was all that people talked about for quite a while after it was released. It's one scary movie. Oh, man. Uh, other things you you should watch her in is... Um, the first one I, I, I recommend is The World According to Garp, starring 
uh, Robin Williams and Glenn Close. Robin Williams was only a couple years younger than Glenn Close, and Glenn Close is such a good actor, she played his mother in the film, and you'll never question it. That's how good she is. She's also in The Big Chill, another huge groundbreaking film. So check those films out, and one other that I think you should watch is Dangerous Liaisons. Another groundbreaking film that she was the star of, along with John Malkovich and Michelle Pfeiffer and Swoozie Kurtz. And yes, Keanu Reeves, dude. Keanu Reeves, yo. (laughs) What a great movie that was as well. So check those out. Now, Black Panther, as I predicted... I'm always right about everything. I don't know how that how that works. I'm just I'm just that kind of guy. I always, I know everything before it happens. I'm like a uh, I should go work for the FBI and and help them find, you know, buried people and stuff. Uh no. Don't want to do that. Outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture, Black Panther. Angela Bassett I saw Angela Bassett on stage on broad, in a Broadway show, The Mountaintop, which some of you know uh, I directed locally. And um, boy, I love Angela Bassett. Let me just say that first off. I think she plays extreme characters really well. But that play, boy, she... Didn't get it. I don't think she was directed correctly or something. She First of all, she was like 40 or 50 years too old for the part, which was a problem. Uh, and The Mountaintop is a great play. And it was a huge hit on Broadway. The critics panned it, rightly so. But the audiences loved it. But the, the problem is they don't know what the, the play really was supposed to be about. And how the play was really supposed to be done. And how amazing it is when it's done correctly, which it wasn't done on Broadway, but that's okay. I love Angela Bassett anyway. Chadwick Boseman, Sterling K. Brown, Winston Duke, Martin Freeman, Denai Gurria, I don't know how to say that, Gurira, Michael B. Jordan, Daniel Kalua, all these names I don't know how to say, Lupita Nyong'o, Andy Circus, Forrest Whitaker, love Forrest Whitaker, and Letitia Wright. Yes. Now, I'm going to have to watch this movie over again, and I have the DVD. I'm going to have to watch it over again. I think it's on Netflix now, actually. Because when I saw it at the theater, the theater was packed, but the movie was too dark. And I couldn't watch it, and I couldn't pay attention, and it drove me crazy. For me, going to the theater is a spectacle. I want to see beautiful colors and special effects and All that stuff going on in the screen. And I want to see people's expressions. And I want to hear the story. Well, it was so dark. I'm not kidding you. The African Americans in this movie, and it's almost all African Americans, it was so dark that all I could see much of the time was their white eyeball and their white teeth. The rest of it, I couldn't even see their faces. So I went and complained to the manager, 
And uh, he was a young man in a, an electric wheelchair, and he came into the theater. Not that that matters. I'm just remembering in real time here. And uh, he sat there watching it with me for quite a long time, about 10 minutes. And then he just looked up at me and said, looks good to me, and turned on his wheelchair, zipped off. I was dumbfounded how this packed theater just sat there and watched this movie that, to me, was unwatchable. And I have a friend, Alex Bennett, who's been on this show before. He had the same experience when he went and watched it. And what happens is, is this. I think the movie is a little dark already. But then, on top of it, I did some research. What happens in these theaters is that prior to the film you're watching, there might have been a 3D film playing. And if they forget to take the 3D lens off of the projector, your 2D movie is going to be too dark because the 2D movie projects at a lower lux than a 3D movie, which means it's less bright, which means if it goes through a 3D lens, it's going to be way too dark. And I'm almost positive that's what happened. So I'm going to watch the movie over again at home on on Netflix or the DVD, and then I think I'll have a much better uh, feel for the movie, because right now I can't say anything. And the other Screen Actors Guild Award I'd like to talk about is um, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, you heard me last week, and I was a little negative last week. I was a little under the weather, and I was kind of complaining, but... uh, a little too strongly. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie. I said I was really disappointed. And I was a little bit, but I I did enjoy it, I have to say. I want to make that clear. I did enjoy that movie. And most of the reason I enjoyed the movie was because of Rami Malek, who did win Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role. This biopic movie, mostly, uh, when I say biopic, the movie was basically about... um, Freddie Mercury, the the former lead singer of Prince, of Prince, <laughs> of Queen, Freddie Mercury. And you could not find a more perfect actor for this part than Rami Malek. Rami Malek not only looks like Freddie Mercury, has the same skin tone as Freddie Mercury, is of similar ethnic origin, I believe, to Freddie Mercury, I'm not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure. But he also has the same physique, and he carries himself in the same way, physically, the way he walks. And he always has, and I've noticed that years ago. So for for him to play this part wasn't a huge stretch, and I think that was a positive, because he could concentrate on what it must have been like to be Freddie Mercury. He didn't have to work on the physicality all that much, I don't think. You'd be hard-pressed to find a celebrity actor who would be better for this role than Rami Malek. I cannot think of one. And they needed a celebrity, for sure. These biopics always seem to need a celebrity in the lead role in order to do well. So I'm glad that he won, because I believed his performance 100%. It 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 was wonderful. I really thought I was seeing Freddie Mercury up there, and it wasn't an imitation at all. It, 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 it's sort of like um, um, 
Daniel Day-Lewis in, in Lincoln or, or something like that, you know? Just, you feel as though you're, you're, you're seeing the essence of that real human being through the physicality and the, the soul and the persona of the actor who's portraying the role. And I'm very glad that he won. So I'm so happy for uh, Rami Malek and Glenn Close. Oh, God, there's so many awards. I can't talk about them all, but uh, I love the Screen Actors Guild Awards. They're my favorite because um, the winners of these awards are determined by other members of the Screen Actors Guild, including myself. We vote, and whoever we vote for wins. And I, and I think that uh, I think that actors have the ability to sort of understand which performances are outstanding. That's not to say that the nominees weren't outstanding. There were other outstanding performances. For instance, um, and I believe this was nominated, the movie The Favorite. The Favorite. If you haven't seen it, you got to check this movie out. Man, what a great film. It's nominated for, I believe, 10 Oscars. It is nominated for 10 Oscars. I, I, I really think hardly anyone has seen this movie. Uh, it's nominated for Best Original Screenplay. It's nominated for Best Achievement in Production Design. Uh, Best Achievement in Costume Design. Best Motion Picture of the Year. Best Achievement in Directing. Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Best Achievement in Cinematography. Best Achievement in Film Editing. There you go. So, let me talk about the three female actors in this movie the leads, all of them non nominated for Oscars, as they should be, Olivia Coleman, Rachel Weisz, and Emma Stone. What a powerhouse cast, people. Olivia Coleman, unbelievable. Glenn Close was great, yes, and so was Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. As Queen Anne. Wow. If you wanted to see another acting lesson, go watch that movie and watch Olivia Coleman play the Queen in The Favorite. Just outstanding. Equally outstanding. Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone as the two ladies going at it, vying for the attention of the Queen. Both of them. Superb. Superb. And the film itself, groundbreaking. The use of a fisheye lens, the use of strange angles to create comedic effect with the wigs of these guys, uh, these, these, these men in Parliament who gussied themselves up with makeup and tall wigs. 
the use of a, a, a the camera angle to even make the wigs look more ridiculous. You just you I'd break out laughing in the middle of a serious scene because of the camera angle. I love it when they do stuff like that. I love that. It, it, it's so groundbreaking, and and also it's original. It's an original script. It didn't come from a book. It came from the the, the heart and mind of the of the screenwriter. And I love I love those movies. Best original screenplay, yeah. It's nominated. The writer is Deborah Davis. So check it out if you can before the Oscars. The movie, The Favorite. All right, my peeps. That's it for today. That's been another Ray Shorts. Have a great, great. Day, evening, morning, whatever the hell it is, wherever the hell you are. And you know, until next time, I will see you on the boards. Love you, everybody. We'll close out with a little bit of Carly again. Yeah. Carly Ozard. Good night.